0: Welcome to Sleeping With Myth, a podcast by me, Myth, also known as a mythic witch. Hi, it's me, Myth. I'm in bed. I have a cherry blossom face mask on. It is dark. I'm chilling. As hard as I possibly can right now. And I'm just thinking about how I have been sick. I have been, you know, I have all these things that I like to offer. I like to offer a card of the week. I like to stay on top of, you know, rewards for Patreon supporters. And, um... I am not doing anything really right now because I had some stuff happen with my website, with payment issues. It's just been a really hard week. Um, I don't want to just sit here and like complain or anything, but I just want to explain if you've been like looking for the, you know, work I typically put out. That I know some people, I feel like my posts don't get a lot of attention, but then when I don't do it, people... A few people will be like, "Oh, what's the card of the week?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. I didn't pull one because I'm, I feel like I'm dead. So, um, but it's still hard for me to not work. It's so weird. It's like I'm sick. I know I'm sick. I'm. If, if anybody doesn't want to hear about menstruation, this is probably not the right podcast to listen to. But I'm also on my period, so I'm just like laying in bed." feeling horrible um my husband had finals and i just like continued to do my app job at the same time and continued it's like (laughs) i don't think i've mentioned this to anybody oh well i have mentioned this to a few people i haven't mentioned it here yet i don't think because i actually i record episodes and then i don't use them because i'm like oh this is too personal Um, (laughs) which again, here we are, um, talking about my period, but I got into an herbal medicine school online and I got a full scholarship. It was really amazing. I'm so happy. I feel, you know, like really grateful to be in this six month course. And I've been, doing work with plants for a long time i mean basically since i was a kid i've been into plants into talking to plants and communing with them and being friends with them ultimately and so this feels like an important next step as far as like maybe i want to do clinical herbalism um and yeah so i'm really excited about it there is no board there's no like certified like herbalist herbalism like accredited course in the u.s because we don't look at herbalism like it's legitimate medicine and um i just want to say too that i'm you know western medication it there's so many benefits to that and I am not a purist I'm not someone who thinks herbs over you know I pharmaceuticals I think both have their place I wish there was more communication and overlap honestly but um anyway I'm still like studying and I'm still doing all of that work And then this morning, my friend who has a podcast, Andrew from Worst Week Yet, like put out the call that um, he needed some guests. And so I showed up, even though I'm sick. (laughs) Um, My choice, right? But um, I guess what I mostly wanted to talk about on this episode of me talking to me and maybe to you if I choose to actually... Publish this episode um i want to talk about triggers and i want to talk about healing them um my totally unscientific take perhaps not even a trauma-informed take even though um i don't know it's hard for me to say that i'm traumatized i think i have been traumatized and I just, I'm trying to do this thing where I don't identify with my trauma anymore, which doesn't mean that I pretend I don't have it or it didn't happen. Um, I'm not denying myself the feelings that I have, but I'm trying to not say that I, so instead of me saying I am a traumatized person, I can acknowledge what I've been through, but not not like have that stamped into my identity because I feel like, At times, for me, this is just talking about myself here, I feel like it's not really helpful for me to do that. Um, And again, this is just, I want to make this so clear, it's just for how I approach my own healing and the way that I'm trying to shift out of identifying with the things that have happened to me as if they're who I am because they're not <laughs> so anyway the point the reason I'm saying this now is because okay the podcast is called worst week yet and like I knew I, I've i been on before and Andrew's like a really nice guy really funny person everybody that I um I chatted with today on the podcast was really cool Um, but (laughs) I like should expect that this is going to come up eventually, right? I, my biggest trigger is child death. Like (laughs) it has been for a long time. I feel like it was before I even had kids, but especially now that I have a four year old and I cherish and love him so much. And I think. I think for me, the most triggering stories are any, any child death is really triggering to me because, um, I just, I really do struggle with the fact that I cannot take care of every baby, like every child that is neglected or hurt or, um, abused. It like keeps me up at night thinking about how I can't actually help everyone. And, um, that's something I've struggled with I think yeah before I even had a kid but now that I have my son he's not old enough to be vaccinated he's four um I feel like a lot of parents with kids my son's age might also feel this where it's like god I just feel fucking helpless and I can do everything right I can do everything to protect him and the story today that we talked about from this past week was how this accident on a school trip where children trigger warning, obviously, (laughs) I'm going to say it again because this is part of how I'm trying to work with my triggers rather than let them steer me, right? But it was about kids passing away on a school trip when they were um, on a bouncy house, And, um, I'm so visual, like I can see it. I can imagine that happening the whole story. I'm not going to get into any other details just to know, just so you know, the content that I felt myself really activated when we were talking. And, um, I don't know. I think I used to do this thing and I think a lot of people have also done this to me. So I know how it feels on the other end but i used to get really angry at people for bringing me something that's triggering you know my specific trigger it would i think i said this earlier today that like when i was in school one really easy way to make me cry instantly would be to tell a dead baby joke because it it's i'm so visual i mean i see that and it's To me, it ain't funny, right? Like, it's very hard for me to, like, laugh in that context. Um, Though I do know some people have the reaction, like, a trauma response to laugh at things that are horrific as this weird sort of, like, coping mechanism, like, as a buffer between them and, like, the absolute, like, horror of reality. So... I I know that that's a thing. I'm not saying it isn't. Anyway, just coming back to this story, you know, it's like I felt myself. It it here's the thing too. I maybe I should have defined what trigger is beforehand, and this is just my definition. There's a scientific definition for what happens, right? Where I feel parts of myself start shutting down, and. I feel very much like my, for me, my nervous system gets overloaded and I do want, I do want to like cry. Like I want to have a meltdown when it happens and that does happen sometimes. It's very much involuntary. So I want to be clear for some people, this is me today, even holding it together is after me really, I've really been working to heal my triggers so that I can at least be around like I'm I'm probably never going to be the kind of person who can watch a movie with child death or abuse and like be entertained by it in any way and I don't that's really not my goal right but I am trying to get to a point where someone can talk about something that is typically triggering to me and I don't like leave my body right so I can I am trying to stay present and in my body when I get triggered. That's my goal. And um, I'm pretty much the kind of person where if I really like today, if I had really felt like unsafe, I could have just been like, bye, you know, like, I'm really, I don't know, I'm also working on not appeasing people and actually being my full authentic self. And the thing is that I run into sometimes with being my full authentic self is that I can be very emotional. I can be um, reactive. Let me put it that way. Because emotional is not a problem, but reactive can be a problem. Um, So I'm typically, you know, just un... I want to be considerate with other people, but I also want to be myself, right? And so... That happened today, and I am kind of really proud of myself for staying in my body, for, you know, there was even a moment where, and maybe you'll just need to listen to the episode, Um, it's worst week yet, you can check it out if you are open to hearing it, but I will say, like, it is, there is that triggering part where we talk about um, bad things happening to kids, which I think if I had known that we were going to have that content, I probably wouldn't have volunteered. I wouldn't have been on. But I'm kind of glad that I did it because there's this part of me now that's like, you know what? I did that. I stayed in my body. I, um, you know, I feel like I'm getting to this point with other people just any anybody. I mean even people that normally I could not relate to at all. I'm starting to just getting to the point where I can almost empathize with anyone. And I there's times where that's really inconvenient actually. Because I think it's I don't know if it's taking away my ability to laugh if I'm just like my humor my funny bone is broken or something but i feel like it's hard for me to ever like i can't really make fun of people anymore at all and uh <laughs> maybe part of that's cuz i also don't like to be made fun of but um yesterday there was someone yelling at me on twitter and it was about i asked something like what was your highlight of 2021 okay Um, I guess I could see why that phrase would be activating right your highlight of this year that's been really hard and I don't know anybody's I don't know your personal struggle like what happened to you specifically in 2021 right but somebody responded basically that I was dumb that asking that was dumb that I'm you know not a good person because I asked that and this is pretty common I keep seeing this where it's like somebody will be doing okay or asking something kind of innocuous or innocent and I guess it is assumed that that person is like fine or doing okay but I'll just be honest I have not been doing okay I've been doing like shit (laughs) so sometimes when I post online I'm just like being trying to socialize trying to talk trying to have small talk sometimes even which I don't think I used to think small talk was bad and now I'm like you know what I love connection connection doesn't have to be us going deep into everything that's wrong right now because honestly a lot of what's wrong I can't share on this podcast I can't share on the bird app I can't share with anybody it's personal it's not for you know a mass uh audience it's just not i think some of the things i talk about here probably isn't either but some of it i can't even share on this micro level so the thing is it's like we we really just don't know what other folks are dealing with in their lives and so this person was like really being shitty and abusive in my mentions and i just don't feel like i used to get really mad and just be like oh my god what a dick bye and it was so easy to just write a person off like what a fucking asshole you know but i also know that like sometimes when you're having a really hellish time and if you perceive someone else to be having a good time or like somehow benefiting from you struggling then it's like no I just I want that person to be okay genuinely I feel bad for them that they are in such a space where they can't even see an unrelated tweet that I mean it's on my page no one's like putting a gun to your head telling you you have to respond I mean that would be very stressful um Anyway, I've I've definitely done my share of triggering people. And around, when was it? 2019, I triggered someone or a couple of people with a tarot card with the hanged one. And it's a long story. And I'm not um, here to make them a bad guy. I'm not villainizing the people that were triggered. But I remember at that moment when a post on my public Instagram made people that I thought were my friends decide to n- not talk to me anymore, basically. Or this was, like, I think the third or the second or third straw that with them where they thought that I was, like, just not a good person. And then I found out some stuff they had done, and <laughs> it doesn't even matter. You know, this is ancient history, but this this context, okay, I remember thinking, wow, it, I I get triggered too. And my approach has been the same. Like yell at the person that triggered me um, because I'm activated and I don't care. And I'm, you know, like whatever. Fuck them. That's what they get for being triggering or whatever. But that is such an... I, I found that that is... I never feel good after I do that. I never feel like that was the right choice. I never... Like looking back at the times I've done that, I'm like, have I made that person in any way more compassionate? Have I gotten anything out of that reaction? And again, sometimes this is involuntary and it's not a choice that you're making. I think a lot of times that is the case. So I want to be clear. This is just me sharing my experience of how I'm trying to heal my triggers so that and see them as like a guide, you know, of like, oh, here's where I still, I can protect myself or I can, you know, work on healing this shadow within myself so that I can survive even when the people around me are saying things that are activating and triggering for me, right? So I realized in that moment, I guess, maybe it was, yeah, 2019, because it was a hanged one tarot card, um, which, wait, I think, yeah, yeah, because we were coming into the Emperor year, which was 2020. Anyway, in that, when that all was going down, I was just like, maybe triggers are our, our own responsibility, you know? Like, there is a certain level of what, you know, I think there are certain things that are very triggering to many people, and I can certainly do, I can do better, you know, I can be more considerate with how I interact, I can try to limit that for others, because I don't want anyone to feel unsafe or feel like I do when I get triggered, right? I really don't want that. And when it comes to myself, and the way that I engage in the world, I find that I don't want people to filter themselves, so that I can be safe so that I can be comfortable these are not the same thing so I want to make that clear but I am doing my work so that I can create a sense of safety within myself so that when I am deeply uncomfortable and at times when I feel unsafe I still have my own I still have the fortitude to make a real decision in that moment of like Am I going to listen to this? Maybe I'm not going to participate. But can I, you know, can I make the choice to check out, to leave this situation, um, or stay present? So this is what's on my mind at this time. And I think I hear my kiddo. that what i hear i'm gonna pause it was my kid it was my kid um anyway i want to be more trauma informed i actually want to it's like i'm always just giving myself more work to be better (laughs) um i do want to be more trauma informed but i also want the ability to to laugh at horrible things because i feel like there's a, there's a part of me that believes I can take some of the power away uh, from the trigger when I can laugh. But I also know, <laughs> like I mentioned before, like there's some people where they laugh at things or they'll make everything into a joke so they don't have to feel the full extent of the horror of something. Um, And I've noticed this in interpersonal relationships as well. When you're trying to have a real, like a serious conversation with someone and they'll start making jokes because, and it's like involuntary. This is not a conscious thing that they're doing, but they'll start kind of like turning it into a joke or they, you know, it's hard for them to be present with what's really going on. And that is for sure. I know that that is a trauma response. So I'm not trying to do that. Um, But I am trying, I do want to be more trauma-informed so that I can do my job better, so I can meet people where they're at, and more and more, I'm like, I feel like I haven't even had a trauma-informed, like, doctor or therapist, so, I mean, I put a lot of pressure on myself just as a reader, just as somebody who holds space for another for other people um professionally i put a lot of pressure on myself to be um a safe place and to be like helpful um when really i have like no qualifications that would suggest i mean i don't post anything that would suggest that i'm trauma informed but i still would rather i'd rather have real useful tools in my toolkit for how I engage with others with the most care. Um, but And I also, you know, I've done a lot to work on my own boundaries so that I don't take people's stuff home with me. That's very important, you know, like energetic boundaries. But there are certain times, like certain cases, right, with readings with people where... It's hard to get certain images out of my head, you know. And I think even more importantly, this is the time, this is why I need to be resting right now rather than trying to find more stuff to do. (laughs) Trying to find more ways to like keep myself busy. Um, Busy for busy's sake is something really shitty that I think we got that from public school and we don't. oh I love this spicy candy you're right thank you anyway my house is way too loud to try to talk or to do anything at this point it's tomorrow now as well (laughs) it's um I I made the other recording last night started it um but yeah so if you're looking for a reading, normally my website would be great for that, sleepyhousehealing.com. But my books are closed right now. I'm going to redesign my website as well. I'm not happy with it at all. Um and this is like the third time this has happened, but I had this mix up with payment processors. I don't know if you are on Instagram, you might know. You might see how readers keep getting impersonated by other people. And then those people scam our real clients or real potential um, people that were looking for readings from us. And it's great. Instagram is doing nothing about it, though. I got banned on Instagram for a week. Uh, I still don't really know why because I have not. They're saying that I used, like, a third-party app to get more followers, but I have never done that because it doesn't – Why would I want a bunch of bot followers? Like that's not I don't care about that shit. Um, but payment processors on my real website I've had this mix-up where they didn't wanna like work for me anymore because of um, you know, calling tarot like pseudoscience, which is so stupid because what I'm doing is not meant to be science at all i don't offer a cure for anything as you've listened i also struggle with um i mean this is something that's tough already but it's just like i struggle with moral scrupulosity and um you know i definitely feel like i'm meant to do this work i'm doing however things do pop up and it makes you wonder like man am i supposed to be doing this Yes, yes I am, (laughs) for sure. But it sucks getting pop-ups from the universe all the time about, you know, like, complications when things should be... I feel like the things that should be simple get complicated, but then I can turn around and do stuff that other people cannot do. Like, is that just being ADHD? I don't know. Um... But anyway, you can still support me on Patreon if you are looking for new and full moon uh, guidance. I give a reading every new and full moon, a collective transmission, and I also I like to do pick a pile um, additionally so that you can get something more specific just for yourself. Um, if you're not really interested in what the collective is doing or what's going to happen... Um, I'm getting interrupted again, but you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash sleepyhousehealing. I'm making eye contact with my child right now. (laughs) All right. Bye.